I'm pushing the button. It's not working. Make sure we're broadcasting, Joe. We are. Come on, George Jetson. You had one shot. <laughs> you ever think George Jetson's too tired to push that one button over and over and over and over again? I was pushing the button. It wasn't working. I blame Elroy. It's Elroy's fault. Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 182. I'm Think So Joe, along with G, JT, and Noyce, as usual. So, um, Seamus. The fuck? Oh, my God. We gotta start with that. Come on. I'm not saying... Yeah, I was wrong. (laughs) I'm not saying Rachel Donzel should have pretended to be black, but I understand. Okay. <laughs> JT mentioning a three-week-old story. Uh, there's a joke in there somewhere, I guess. Well, partaking to events that happened this week. A little too early, probably. There's, yeah, it's been a messy <laughs> week in the states. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Unfucking believable, man. All I can say is. Uh, Fucking bull cut, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't trust any kid with a bowl cut. Yeah, who gets guns for their birthday presents? Um. <laughs> yeah, well, well, let's well, let's get serious for a moment here, folks. Uh, we're a panel of people from three different countries. We have different political set- setups, but not too dissimilar, except for one thing. Guns, hmm. America. Because psychopaths can exist anywhere, folks. Let's be real here for a moment. Racism can exist anywhere, folks. Let's also be real here for a moment. Uh-huh. Guns, guns don't have to. They really don't. Now, there's some guy who went on a random, random stabbing spree in Australia this week. Psychopath, probably. Yeah, racist. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so I guess that shit can happen regardless, but uh, maybe they shouldn't be uh, toys in the McDonald's Happy Meals. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And if you're if you're a hunter and you store your stuff safe, store your stuff safely, and uh, the laws allow you to do so, I'm not going to shit on your parade. But um, handguns really don't belong in society, let alone uh, machine guns. Yeah. If you're a farmer and need a shoddy to keep the coyotes away, you know, get them out of Glendale. Hockey <laughs> <laughs> joke out of right in the mood. Um, yeah, okay, I get that too. That's fine. But, um, yeah. So that, that's all I really want to talk about with that thing because we're still learning details. And on the news right now, I'm watching the, uh, the service highlights, uh, highlights if you want to call it that, at the Charleston Church. And I feel bad for uh, all the families mm-hmm. and more so for the victims. Because they're dead. Yeah. Well, the, the worst part about all this is, yeah, you, you, you do the the whole it's the whole gun cut the gun bit, but it, it, a lot of this is it's it's upbringing. You know, this kid is a race was a racist. He was this is how he was brought up. He lived in a, a state that has a race. It's still lives in the past pretty much with their flag, and you know that's why I said what I said. You know. I yeah. was trying to make a haha funny joke. Yeah, it was too kind of too soon, but you know it's. You want to sit there, it, you know, it's shit like this. I, I I'm white. I'm I I live in a very. This city's a very diverse city, 
you know, I work in a job that no matter what Maven fan skews off on online, I have to deal with the public on a daily basis. I'm a white guy. I have to deal with, you know, a lot of this. You know, people see a white idiot going on, doing something like this, saying it's because you're black. I hate you because you're black. You know, you know. I ha I go into a black neighborhood and they see me. What do they think they're going to think of me? You know. Yeah, uh, I I uh, I know where you're coming from, man. And I I know you had no ill intent whatsoever with with uh, the reference to the lady. Um, I don't recall her name. What's her name again? <laughs> I don't even remember. It was Rachel Donald or something. I just yeah. got it. I was kind of homaging to Chris Rock too because he did the um, OJ from the OJ OJ. I understand that he did back in like 1997 or something was. It's like where he kept saying OJ. I, I I don't think I don't think you should have killed her, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, people. It's on YouTube. It's hilarious. Oh my word! Those convicts are still on the run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was another. That was something I was gonna rant about last week, but you know, cause, but you know what? I'm not gonna worry about that now because we all know wonderful a wonderful Maven fan can be. So <laughs> I'll just say that much. <laughs> so speaking of white people, <sighs> money in the bank. Very white now, eh? The whitest person ever. <laughs> Not named JT. <laughs> Blindingly white. <laughs> yeah, I had, the the rumors or whatever the dirty dirts are saying is that uh, this was the plan for last year, so they're doing it this year since it fell through. Which doesn't, if that's true, that doesn't seem smart. Like there's. Shouldn't they be reacting to what's popular and hot as opposed to, oh, okay, it didn't work last year, we'll do it this year? I don't know. I'm surprised they can remember their plans for last year. Huh. Because, yeah, we're not supposed to, apparently, so go figure. I mean, I'll give credit where credit is due in the sense that uh, it makes more sense for it to be on a heel. Because you can do a lot more, you have a lot more options. Okay. Face is going to have to be like announcing it ahead of time, that type of garbage. Unless they were going to switch Roman Reigns, but I don't think that's in the, the plan either, so... Yeah. I think what I, I've worked out what happened. Last year, they put an IOU to Sheamus in there. This year, when Rollins cashed it in, they opened it up and saw it, and they realized, oh yeah, we were supposed to give this to Sheamus. <laughs> As they opened it up, and there's a dildo with a contract, and IOU one title shot Sheamus. <laughs> Signed so Vince McMahon. <laughs> so it was Seamus' dildo? Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Seamus put his dildo in there. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not, like, outraged over it. I was just kind of that disappointment, I think. It was just like, I really? was just disappointed I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know majority of what happened last week because I paid no attention to the pay-per-view. So, <laughs> I'm I not, all I know is three matches. All I know is Cena got his win back. LOL. And Sheamus was one money in the bank. Other than that, 
Oh yeah, and didn't they make the primetime players tag team champions? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or I mean the Teddy Teddy the Teddy Long Award for Excellence. <laughs> that was another hello, head hello, scratcher. Hello. I mean, like, maybe they'll flip the titles back at uh, Battleground because that's the next one. Or, or, are they, or are they facing each other on the July Fourth Japan show? I don't know, but. <sighs> That's weird. We have something that's popular. We got the three bird rule. Some, you know, more often than not, one of the most, if not entertaining, elements of Raw or SmackDown or whatever. It's let's ruin it. Yeah, I remember when the uh, when the New Day won the titles, sending a text saying "fucking New Day," and now it's like, what the fuck? They took the belts off a of New Day. <laughs> like. It was so great. That's that's how how much I turned around on that gimmick in the past like two months or whatever it was since they had the titles. It was the the win though that really opened the door for the characters to develop. Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, it was being champions, and as you're saying, just bringing about the freebird rule on their own as well, because no one in authority said, "Yeah, you can do this." They were just like, "We're doing this." Yeah. I actually completely forgot which two members won the titles in the first place. Oh, it was Big E and it was Kofi because it was Xavier Woods that got the pinfall. Oh, yeah, that was when... it because they did Twin Magic with two black people. Right. Which wasn't racist at all. <laughs> well, they have the same body type. So regardless, I will you know say, what I mean? It's like... For all the cries of racism, those two do look alike. I'm not saying every black person looks like. So wait, wait. Hair. Xavier looks has Xavier Woods has awkward looking um, pectoral muscles like Kofi. And yeah, that's that a key uh, difference. That is a key. <laughs> but they do they do have similar length dreadlock hair. And if I guess if their back is to the uh, both guys, they're probably about the same height. I don't know if, about the trunks and the ring gear though. I think they're that's pretty different though. Yeah. Isn't they, Kofi they, just... they look more alike these days than the Bella Twins. They weren't even wearing the same gear. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's that's I think would be like. Yeah, that uh, that would that should have been an easy giveaway to the fucking ref. What the hell? Yeah, because Nikki's was all sparkly and shiny, and Bella's is Breeze is plain, and she's smaller in other areas as well. It was just terrible. They can't do that anymore. Don't try. Actually, I thought, like it, I, I thought it was hilarious that when they caught her, she's like reaching in her bra and like pulling out oh, tissues that, and shit. That, that was, was funny. Good. I like that. <laughs> she pulled out padding. Uh, it, but it would be like putting Seamus in a wig and having him twin for Paige. <laughs> which I would also enjoy seeing now I've said that. <laughs> I am having so much trouble remembering this pay-per-view. It seems like years ago, years ago last Sunday. Okay, there was the handshake bit. Was that on the pay-per-view? That, that was, was on that the pay-per-view. Raw? That was on the pay-per-view because Cena that didn't make pay-per-view. Raw. Because I know it played into the uh, uh, Machine Gun Kelly deal, which we'll get to, I'm sure, in a second here. So yeah. that was the pay-per-view, okay. So John Cena will only shake your hand if he beats you. Because he's a face, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. I love it. Making us internet nerds awesome, um, awesomely angry. 
That is what Cena is best at. <laughs> Can I just point out the machine gun Kelly shoved Kevin Owens first? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who the fuck is machine gun Kelly? God, is he some fucking country dude? No, he's a he's rapper. The cracked out guy, you call it him uh, from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he oh, yeah. Crack, WrestleMania. Crack, yeah. crack is a wonderful drug. Yes, that yeah. guy. That's the guy. My problem with that guy is I always. This is terrible to say, but every time I hear Machine Gun Kelly, I think Machine Gun Carl Anderson. <laughs> that is a terrible thing to say. I feel bad for Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> You're out uh, of the Bullet Club, buddy. I'm always never in it. Everyone else but me is. <laughs> no super kick. Oh, no sweet jacket. <laughs> By the way, Bobby Lashley was wearing an Impact Wrestling hat on the Bellator show on Spike the other day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Does he still fight for Bellator or is he just making appearances? No, he, he fought. Yeah, he mm-hmm. fought on Friday night. At least you know, someone is. Oh, someone's got to do it for Megal. I saw like a half a second of his fight because it was in between bands at the show. That <laughs> I, I was... watched it. It was all right. And I, I watched that in the uh, the Kimbo Slice uh, Ken Shamrock boat, which was... I saw that on the internet. You probably could have watched that one. It's an animated chef. I yeah, probably could have. It was short. Yeah, I don't even know what to think of that match. I mean, it, it seems legit, but it was just so... I don't know. It seemed way too quick for... Uh, what's his name? Big John McCarthy. I think that's his name. The referee. Uh, to call it a KO. So fast. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't. I don't watch you. I don't watch uh, MMA that much. So I thought maybe that was just like, okay, cool. So he got knocked out. The referee knows, and he rung the bell. Okay, cool. I, I don't. I don't fucking know. I don't watch this stuff. The only well, reason. I, the only reason I was watching it was Hunt at the bar. To his credit, um, he was, you know, one of the most respected. As far as I know, I don't know, maybe there's a reason why he left the UFC, but he was one of the longest tenured, most respected referees with the UFC for a long, long, long time. Why isn't Bellator now? Maybe there's a story, I don't know. I watch it casually, so I don't keep up with all the dirt. Um, there's more than enough of that with wrestling. That's, uh, I don't have time for it, but the bigger stories, you know, like the CM Punk stuff, or any wrestling crossover, I kind of keep tabs on that, but hmm. I don't know. Bellator, I, I haven't really made a massive effort. I've been hearing good things about it for a while. Um, it's the closest thing to professional wrestling you get with mixed martial arts. There's a lot of sensationalism and showmanship. Like I said, I, I was half paying attention because it was on in the bar. But I was more like, okay, i got to go see this band now. Wait, you lasted at a bar more than an hour? <laughs> usually usually popping open a bottle puts you out. <laughs> I wasn't drinking. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to drink. All it's just pop open the cork, <laughs> and the smell makes you makes you pass out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, I uh, my buddy was promoting a show, and he's like, "Hey, since you since I just found out you live down the street from me, even though I've lived here for four fucking years, and he's seen me walking down the street a couple <laughs> of times, uh, he's like, you could come to this show with me." So we went and. Uh, I was pretty much co-promoting the show, even though he's the one that put it together and was promoting it for the past, like, three months. <laughs> and uh, there was this band from Erie, Pennsylvania, and they're called Joe Nameless, and they give a new meaning to rock out with your cock out. 
What are you saying they literally took their cocks out on stage? The the front man <laughs> has, a, has, has a big cock hanging out of his shorts. So he's the full frontal man. Pretty much, yeah. I've seen, I saw a band that that um, the singer came out wearing dildos all over him. Oh, jeez. Actually, one of our one of our local bands here, Dreadnecks. I, I was warned ahead of time to beware of flying elbow drops through flaming tables. <laughs> Didn't quite get that, but I felt like I was in an RO, ROH show because there was streamers flying everywhere. <laughs> so, so speaking of speaking of um, neighbors. Guess who I found out was my neighbor for four years and didn't even know it? Mr. Rogers? Maven fan? No. Oh. If Maven fan was my neighbor for four years, I would. she'd have to take back all the shit she talks about this city and this it's state. technically my neighbor now. Yeah. She's right um, up the street, right? That's <laughs> yeah. how London when works. I, when I was ordering... Oh, no, it was the, the coaster. The coaster lived literally a block away from my house. Jeez. Yeah, I didn't know about it. Well, I didn't really get that social with Coaster until he started listening here, so it was a big thing. But when I ordered from his girlfriend, um, whimsicalgiraffe at Etsy.com, cheap plug, um, yeah, he, he's messaging me he's like, hey, yeah, you used to live right a block away from me. We, I, It's funny because we, we've never, like, outside of this, we don't, I've never really communicated, I had never communicated, didn't even, never communicated with him, so it's like... We probably met face to face, not even know. Like, you know, he, you know, he'd be shopping. We got the corner store that you know I get all my fancy beer from. So we probably met face to face, not even recognized each other. Coaster just showed up in the chat as you were talking about him. He's been summoned. Yeah. <laughs> you but mentioned yeah, no, his name, and he arrives. He appears. <laughs> Yeah, I know he's like, yeah, we used to. I'm like, oh wow, because like he's been, a, he's been, we've been following each other for like a couple of years, but it's been like, you know, in the last few months, it's been, you know, how we've really been social, you know, when, since I introduced him to the podcast and all. So, but yeah, it was kind of cool to find that out. That it was, it was funny because if you'd have wanted to come on back in the day, all he would have had to do is come over here, and we could have done, he could have done the show as my guest in the house, you know, like Joe used to do. <laughs> have an in stu- in studio guest. Yeah. But I've got to clean my studio, man. It's a mess in here. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you were talking about doing video from there. So that's got to be clean for that. You wouldn't notice if I did a video that how messy this fucking studio is, but <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> and I was going to do a video. I just woke up late. I'm like, fuck, all right. I got to get in the studio. Like I haven't eaten. I have no food, so I actually have to go to the store to get food. So, you know, I'm not eating till after the show. Hooray! But yeah, I woke up and I'm like, oh, fuck, man, how did I sleep so damn late? It's because I've been up till like 5 o'clock in the fucking morning every night. <laughs> I slept till like 7 p.m. yesterday. <laughs> here, here I am getting up at fucking 6 in the morning every single day. Yeah, I, I, we're on, like, opposite schedules. That's my problem with everybody, is I'm on opposite schedules of everybody. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I I get home at, uh, 
you know, I get home at like 9.30 and I go to sleep and I get up around 6. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do the same thing, except it's 9.30 a.m. I get home and 6 p.m. I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, that was at the uh, Everclear concert. I was hanging out with uh, Mr. Brian Lee Muller, who got there at 4 p.m. And I strolled in about 7. He got there so he could get up front. I was standing right next to him. He's like, I can't believe you got here three fucking hours after me, and you're still you you still managed to get up front. <laughs> That's well, awesome. You know, he had to get he had to go he had to go backstage to do do all of his hand jobs so he can get so he got to meet Art, right? <laughs> that that that's pretty much yeah. Yeah, he, he got gang banged in the in the bathroom at his high school prom. <laughs> <laughs> Everclear reference, I love it. It works. <laughs> I had, Perfect. I, I had to get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't pick up on it. Um, it's a, they have a song. They have a song called "Mobile Driving Soccer Mom." You should look it up. One of the lyrics is, "I got gang banged in the bathroom at my high school prom." Okay. Yeah, I, I only have um, what is it? World of Noise is that the one that came before the Santa Monica album? Oh, okay. I don't and have that I, one. I, I, I have the Santa Monica album as well. Although, yeah, it's it's good, man. It's a lot messier sort of sounding. Like they were really more into. Um, I don't want to call it Sonic Youth, but that would be the closest genre, whatever they are. Because even that's, I guess, nineties, early nineties Sonic Youth is probably the best way to put it. Like they they were very much into like a weird fuzz tone, and, and they kind of got a lot more clean. Um, what was the Santa Monica album called? That was um, so, so much for the afterglow. Sparkle and fade. So much for the alcohol. So much for the afterglow was the follow up. Right, that's a great album. Actually, I really love that album. Like start to finish, like every track on it, I did really enjoy. Um, but I, I would recommend. I think it's World of Noise. I, I, I'm so mentally dead. I'm going to be this way for a little bit longer. I'm almost almost <laughs> out of the the hoop here. It's a weird time of year where I don't know if I'm going to work, but I have a good reputation, my day job, so I did work every day. I'm like, is this going to be the last day of the season for me? And it's like, nope, nope. <laughs> get a phone call, get an email. Can you please come in? We really need you here. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll come in. I'll take money. Sure. Yeah. As opposed to take my money, it's like, give me money. All right. Thanks, Fry. Thanks, Fry. But brain is fried. So, how was the concert then? Those guys are kind of old. Uh, well, it's just actually art. I, the band's actually Art and Friends. It's he's basically done it. Uh, Axel and basically bought the name, and he has just has a whole bunch of people do do the music. Show was really good though. Really okay. was. Is it worth going to? Like, is it worth like say paying ten six bucks to go to because they're playing here at the state fair and at the end of August? And I don't know if I want to take a day off to see them at two o'clock in the afternoon. Six bucks, yeah, I'd say they're worth six bucks. It was a good show. Oh, six right. bucks, yeah, that's a pretty much any band's worth six bucks, man. Was, well, I'm uh, going to see Buckcherry for six bucks because they're playing the same state fair two days later. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd go. I, I'd go see him again. I, I enjoyed the show. I had to leave before they played Santa Monica because it's like, okay, I got to go catch this bus to work because I didn't bother to take the fucking night off. <laughs> and then the bus was 25 minutes late, so I was kind of pissed. Yeah, I saw that. 
It's like, oh, well, I can't help you, Joe. Sorry, I'm like no, three I hours know, away. Yeah, I know that. But, <laughs> no, but my, uh, you know, luckily I knew the cab driver that came and picked me up in Niagara Falls, and he only he gave me free Taco Bell and only charged me five bucks. Took my coworker home, said, "Dude, tell him you paid me like ten bucks to take him home." <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> that's that's the Joe version. See. Joe got gang banged in the back of a, <laughs> a taxi cab at his high school prom. <laughs> I'll be here all week, folks. Oh, sounds like you had a good night. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I saw Lee's po- poster. I guess he got a picture. He had a signed. Like, he got the signed set list. I think. Yeah, I texted him after I got to work because it started pouring right at the end of the show. And I'm like, how wet did you get? He's like, oh, dude, I got drenched, but I got to meet Art and the rest of the guys in Everclear. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> well, but I guess it was Art and random guys. Are any of them notable, the random guys? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're quality musicians, but not necessarily known for their other work. Fair enough, fair enough. So did anybody watch uh, Best in the World? No, but I see Best we have a new get a chance to. We have a new ROH uh, World Heavyweight Champion. Best in the world. Best in the Best world. Merch <laughs> knows exactly what comes into my head every time I hear that. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> but but Le- title Le- match, baby. But Le- LeBron lost lost the NBA championship this week. That's true. Not the best in the world. Oh, <laughs> uh, that 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 pay per view is pretty awesome. Um, a good good match by uh, with Moose, but uh, Veda Scott has turned on him. That's a notable. I uh, I tweeted out that uh, Moose should bring in our buddy uh, Greg Irons. He knows how to take care of Veda. Mm-hmm. He liked that. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I, I I don't think it's funny. I think this is a serious business, folks. Greg Irons, we need him in ROH. Let's do this. You know, Johnny Gargano debuted in uh, NXT this week. Not That's contracted, but he was uh, Uha Nation's first opponent. Oh, I I heard I I heard why. Well, I know the reason why Gregory Irons has is it in ROH yet. They keep calling him, and they keep getting his voicemail. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> that's also about why uh, Taylor Hendricks will never be there, because she won't give out her phone number. <laughs> <laughs> they tried getting Chris Jericho, but his phone kept dropping the call. <laughs> no, his manager kept dropping the call. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Brad Maddox dressed as CM Punk at a house show last night. <laughs> I haven't seen this. No, I haven't either. I just, I just heard he finally came back at a house show. I didn't realize he was dressed as Punk. If you can get us that picture, Coaster, I would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> that's, that's new. Of course, like I said, I literally just woke up. Like yeah, I mean, yesterday show. I was I was running around, then I was clean, did some cleaning in the house, and then I just went on to um, PlayStation mode for the rest of the night, drank beer. So I didn't, I very I did very little, little little else. I did did little social media last night. 
I yeah, I got I got home from the show at like three AM and then I stayed up watching Oranges of the New Black until like seven. And then I got like through the end of season one, I'm like, Alright, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> I woke up at like eleven and then I fell back asleep. I woke up at like seven PM. It's like, okay, I'm up, now what? <laughs> And I was invited to a show, and I'm like, I really don't fucking feel like going to another fucking show. Like, I'm getting too old for this shit. You know? Yeah, you gotta recover from them shit, those things, for like a day or two. So I was like, alright, I can go, but then I gotta, one, figure out how the hell I'm getting home. Which I'm sure I could have gotten a ride home, but I just didn't want to give anybody more gas money. <laughs> and two, I just was like, fuck it, I'm staying home. I ended up sitting around watching season two of Orange is the New Black. And then it's like, okay. Well, he really does look like punk. <laughs> from the back, at least. I haven't seen a picture from the front. <laughs> so, well, but Red, I thought Red is the New Black. Isn't that what the new Burger King uh, gimmick in Japan is? Yeah, that's, that's, that's Japan, though. <laughs> Where wrestling is good. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I actually went to made it to episode two of Daredevil this week. <laughs> oh, is this the in the chat here? Is this the? Yeah, it does kind of yeah. look like CM Punk. Oh, okay. Here we go. Let me see. A little bit. He looks like Joe dressed as CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Coaster posted it in our uh, Facebook group. I'm surprised they haven't introduced a really heavy set guy and called him CM Chunk yet. Oh, Jesus. Isn't that Bo Dempsey's new gimmick? That may be Bo Dempsey's new gimmick. Yeah. You should team up with Ryback. <laughs> so just put... Actually, you probably shouldn't. Ryback's actually borderline entertaining these days. Crowd likes him a lot. I have to say, I do find him quite amusing. <laughs> Especially his line about getting um, Miz all over him. No yeah, one that was good. that. <laughs> it was a year ago today, I saw uh, Kevin Bennett and A.R. Fox literally tear the roof off the place. <laughs> uh, I'm going through my time hop now because I literally just woke up. I see no connection between waking up and going to the time hop immediately, but okay. I usually do it right at 5 a.m. when it <laughs> when it goes up, but I was like not awake. Got to do the hop. Move into the beach, you won't stop. Come on, everybody, <laughs> do the hop. <laughs> hey, even if you cops... Moving to the beach, don't stop. I know JT picks up what I'm throwing down. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, uh... Go Blackhawks? Go Blackhawks. Speaking of CM Punk. Oh, Golden State Warriors. And Curry Golden State Warriors. Konnichiwa. Golden State Warriors. We had fucking... LeBron James and I still get people defending oh he's still better than Jordan like fuck you 
He's, he's so not better than Jordan. He even lost to one of Jordan's old teammates. Because Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, the coach of the Golden State Warriors, played on three of Jordan's championship teams. <laughs> three years ago today. Fact. The girl on tonight's hashtag gut check canceled a BWF interview a few weeks back. The guy who filled in is on SmackDown this week. Hashtag true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the, the tweet. The Facebook post says, Funny, a few weeks ago we were supposed to have Taylor Hendricks on the show, but she canceled over privacy concerns. She's on Impact tonight. Her replacement that week was Brian Hardy, who will be on SmackDown tomorrow night. True story. Uh, it's supposed to be true story, bro. Yeah, I know, but this Bruh. was three years ago. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. That's true. We will spell it with an H at the end. And you're always now an E. <laughs> O-E, O-E, O. <laughs> Throw back to last week. Time hop. Cheese mine. <laughs> Donkey show. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey punch. This is what happens when I gotta stop the, the Debbie Downers at the beginning of the show, man. <laughs> oh, I would have been mentally fucked over anyway. But I'm not gonna miss the show if I can uh, help it. It's uh, I look forward to Sundays because of it. Tired or not, hence the streak. <laughs> oh no! Wait, that was. Uh, oh, that's totally not why. Okay. It was the chili I ate, hence the streak. <laughs> <laughs> three, years, wow. three years ago, the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder lost the NBA championship to the Miami Heat, and Johnny Gargano tweeted, Does LeBron winning a ring give me the right to rage and legally kill a man tonight in Cleveland? Just asking. <laughs> uh, I believe that's known as the LeBron cause. Is that not the case? I advise you do it in a video game, though. It's a lot more ethical. Right. <laughs> Maybe Mortal Kombat. You can play as Jason. We've <laughs> talked about that in the past. LeBron, I'll tell you. No, that doesn't sound right. LeBronality? LeBronality? Huh. Damn it. Re- release Predator already, Mortal Kombat. Damn it. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Damn it. Oh, they're going to put Predator in the game? Yeah, That's Predator's awesome. one of the new, one of the characters. Just say, keep saying coming soon. I'm keep checking. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> it was supposed to be if you pre-ordered it, you got all four of them. I bought the, but when I, I didn't, I didn't. Or no, it was a pre-order, and you had to get the um another edition. But um, yeah, I, since I bought it and I bought the gold edition, I didn't come with everything. It, you have to wait for everything that comes a release. When on the release dates, because I've been tracking, I'm like, come on! For a big week in video games, man. Holy shit! It was E3 this week too. Yes, it was. It's a busy week, man. Practically every game we've been after for years has been announced. Oh, so Fallout 4, Shenmue 3, Final Fantasy 7 remake. What about Half Life 3? Everything but Half Life 3 and Portal 3. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 as well. I, I watched here, a bit of it. Um, here I am waiting for, for Rare Rewind, or whatever yeah. the hell that game's called. 30 games in one desk. Or is it 30? It's, it's 30 thir- bucks, that's what it is. 30 games for 30 bucks. Right. That's a good deal. I think that's smart. 
I noticed the Pat Man was talking about that in the uh, the WPO. Like I said, I'm excited because Conquer's Bad Fur Day is on it. Great game. RCA, uh, both versions is on there. Uh, there there's, I mean, there's there's games on there that justify purchase price just for one title alone, let alone 30. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I know Perfect Dark fans will be happy. Coaster, Coaster's waiting for the Final Fantasy VII remake, and he says the new Destiny looks pretty good. He, I, I see him playing it all the time on the net, on PlayStation. So, wait, they're already bringing out Destiny Two. Yeah, it's in the works. Apparently, I heard something Wasn't about Destiny that. I heard Destiny One was so shit they canceled Destiny Two. Hmm. I've heard mixed reviews with Destiny. I think it was one of those games where their ambitions weren't really executed. Kind of like the first Fable. You know, all the hype that surrounded it before, and then when it came out. I mean, it was a good yeah, game. Yeah, but I still but, love that game. Oh, it's a great game. It's just, you know, the ambition was much larger than the execution. and It's going to happen when you're uh, trying to go beyond the norm with a first-person shooter. I, I even played a lot of it. My brother had it. He's, he liked it a lot. It's an interesting concept that the outside world is kind of an ongoing multiplayer, almost like a, an MMO, and then when you go into like, quote-unquote, a level, it becomes like a single-player or co-op experience. I, I thought that was an interesting, an interesting premise. Yeah, it does sound pretty interesting. Oh, Coaster said Destiny came out semi-broken. It's a lot better now. Yeah, the same thing happened with Unity with Assassin's Creed. I mean... I'm I'm almost finished it, I, but I waited. And most titles you gotta wait, man. You just don't don't drop day that shit. You're the beta tester, right? That's why yeah, Windows. I, I now have a free. backlog of three Assassin's Creed games. Uh, I just I got the money. one to finish. I'm looking forward to the next one. I'm I, I haven't gotten tired of the titles or series yet, but I I mean there's been a lot of them, so I understand the burnout all too well. I think well. there's about eight now. Um. Yeah, it might be right. I guess there's there's uh there's like the side scroller one in China. Uh, that one I haven't I didn't bother with. And then there's um there was that PS one that's now since available. Oh, I can't remember the character's name. The female character you play as. It used to be an exclusive. That I also haven't played yet. But the AAA titles I haven't played all of them. Actually, I just started a black flag again last night for fun for an hour just to see the beginning of the story again. Well, I've only played up till black flag because that was a game that was gold a while ago. Yep, that's right. That was a freebie. Oh yeah, I got two of those free with my uh, with my Xbox One. Yeah, that's <laughs> the same package I got. I haven't yeah, played the them, one. but <laughs> I have them. They're uh, they're good, man. If you like those games, I guess the storylines are great. Like the the attention to detail, of history. Um, architecture and things like that is incredibly intelligent. But eh, we'll we'll see how they do with the one in London. I hope I get to play this noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited for one set in London. I I will say. Yeah, that, the the reveal for that series is that they they showed uh, the female character because it's a brother and sister tandem in the next one. And she she's a fucking stone cold killer. So I'm I that should be alright. Although I, I think the game that I'm I'm like many I'm the most anticipating is certainly the Fallout 4. I downloaded that free game for the uh the tablets 
from iOS. Yeah, it's not on the Android, so wankers. Oh, it's not? No. That's ba bastards. I'm sure they'll port oh, that. Cute Bethesda. <laughs> I, I haven't even really played it. I just I noticed it existed by observing other people's uh, tablets. I'm like, hey, that, that, that's Fallout. What the fuck is this? I had seen some comic um, trending on, uh, on Reddit. I, I thought it was just a comic. It's actually based on this game. I'm like, oh, that's a game. I love the special edition that comes with a pit boy. <clears throat> that, yeah, that's again, cool. I need money. I may have to enter the world of prostitution. <laughs> I'm not gonna go for it. Um, for, I guess because of money, it just doesn't seem like something I really need. Like, I mean, I need I need Fallout Four to live. You know, food, <laughs> water, Fallout. Um, but I don't know if I need the accessory. But I, I will admit, yeah, that's fucking cool. That is really neat. Coaster uh, says there should be an Assassin's Creed set in feudal Japan because ninjas. There was, I've heard there was going to be one, but they cancelled it. Or they just rethought it and said, we can't do this, let's do a different setting. But yeah, I agree, it would make a great game. And I, I don't know if they'll do it now because they tend to move forward in time rather than backwards, with Black Flag being the only exception. But hey, if they did, I would get behind that. Um, yeah, they've gotten kind of odd. Ro the Rogue title is the last old console version. And actually, my favorite storyline of all of them is Rogue. Um, which didn't do well in sales, unfortunately, because of the Unity coming out at the exact same time. But uh, that one was weird because it kind of transcended um, all of the titles, including the, the, the Unity. Like, there's elements going on where he's running into characters from Black Flag. Um, as well as Assassin's Creed 3 and then direct references to 2 with Enzio. That's neat. And then there's like preludes to uh, what's going to happen in Unity. I, I thought that title was really neat. And not just because you get to run around in Canada at one point. <laughs> Although I, 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 I marked out for that. That was <laughs> like, I'm in Newfoundland! St. John's! Yeah! I'm going to kill this guy now. Fuck you, Canadian. Wait, <laughs> what? Oh well. Oh, was yeah. I I mean, I gotta give a big thumbs up. Rogue might be the, my favorite game of the year. Um, so if anyone listening that is an Assassin's Creed fan that that missed that, you probably picked that one up on the cheap, and it's based on the old engine. Uh, you get the ships, all the black flight goodies, all the weapons, everything you could do, and any of the Assassin's Creed games pretty much is in there. And the storyline is a mind fuck. It will challenge everything you you thought you knew about Assassin's Creed with the Templars and the Assassins, and who is the good guy and who is the bad guy, and that that's all I'm going to say without spoiling shit. So I want to give a big thumbs up there. But anyway, um, what, anything else from E3? I must fill me in, guys, because I'm okay. S I okay. Before we get going, I gotta gotta I gotta do this thing. I'm sorry, I have to cut it short, guys. But I gotta go. Gotta go do the family thing. So I'm gonna bounce, and I will see you all next week. Don't forget to go to Etsy.com, Whimsical Giraffe, buy, co buy Coaster's Girlfriend's birthday cards. and hey, hey, speaking, yeah. speaking of cards, real quick before you go, I just posted in our Facebook group the, uh, the Father's Day card that Gregory Iron made for his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that. All right, guys. I'll see you guys later. You guys see go you back to week. talking about E3. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> See ya. Well, at E3, yeah. they announced uh, backward compatibility for Xbox One. Oh, that was very good. Yeah. 
Now we just need it on the PS4. Then it's the rare Microsoft does something nice first. Yeah. Well, I'm on the uh, the, the the Xbox Live uh, preview, whatever the fuck they call it, you know, so I can I, I get all this shit early. And it's like, oh, here, try out the backward compatibility, you know, and one of the games was Toy Soldiers, which I have because... You know, it was a, a game. I think with that gold. was a game with gold. Too. It was a games with gold a couple of a couple of months ago. So it's like, okay, cool. You know, let me check this out. So I go in and I start. I try to play it, and I can't fucking log into Xbox Live on it. So I like put, you know, I gave it like a negative fucking review for the backward compatibility. <laughs> and then the next day, I downloaded uh, Hexic, which is the game that comes with Xbox 360. I downloaded Hexic on there, and it's like, oh, hey, look, everything's working perfectly. <laughs> so I asked like hey do you I asked somebody hey do you have any of these games for Xbox 360 because they have like certain physical games that are also now backward compatible and unbeknownst to me they have a PS3 and not an Xbox 360 so it's like oh well fuck you then <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna help <laughs> yeah I, I had problems getting the golds um on the 16th or whatever, but I mean, you have to realize how many people are going to be on the servers with the uh, the actual conference going on. After all, so right. I just waited a day, and I same. I had exact same experience. I was able to get it, no problem. Well, Always the pro- get the games, even if you don't think you'll ever play them. Yeah, That's the no, way I, I exa- exactly. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I have now have like 30 games I might never play. <laughs> I didn't have to drop a dime on a single game during the slow months of the summer last year, just because I had enough titles. Where I'm like, well, I I wouldn't mind playing, you know, these. So what the hell, all right? Yeah. And sometimes it's fun to play games wrong. Um, what's it, what's it called? Hitman. You know how Hitman's like a stealth game, right? Right. Yeah, I played it like a fucking first-person shooter. It was way harder. <laughs> And I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like, I died a lot, but I didn't give a shit. I'm like, fuck, I don't have patience. Like, I didn't pay shit for this game. So I'm just going to run through it and, and see how good I can be. I got pretty good by the end, too. You have to be. Yeah, I, I saw a screenshot of a guy who played that and just left about 50 corpses in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I may have done this wrong. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you found my, my presence? I'm like a cat, man. I'm bringing in dead birds for you, buddy. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it was at E3, but WWE 2K16 has been announced, I think. Yeah, they announced the first uh, six characters. Is it just five versions of Triple H and John Cena? It is not. Triple uh, H long hair, Triple H COO, uh, Triple it H DX. So how does it work this year? Is it like, um, if you play WWE mode... Um, like Raw and SmackDown or whatever, you, ha- you have to have the same match like 40 times in a row, but if you play NXT mode, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. No, because Bill DeMott's still in there, so no. you just still get a barrage of abuse. Oh, yeah, right, because it's based on last season, that's right. But yeah, of course... Op- well, I mean, that means about halfway through the season, though, then she's gone, so... <laughs> it would be funny if they threw that in. <laughs> Yeah, to upgrade your stats, you have to be shouted at my Baltimore and called a faggot seven times. <laughs> that sounds good. You have to eat jelly donuts, but you get a bonus if you don't put them in your mouth. <laughs> 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 all, right, all right, all right. Expected to be the largest WWE video game in history, WWE 2K16 will include superstars and divas like Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Dean Ambrose, Bad News Barrett, Paige, and Finn Balor. 
as per WWE.com. Oh, yeah, I had Bill Balor was in there. Yeah, it's the demon Finn Balor. Yeah, because he, he was at the... I think that was at E3, because he was there. I almost think it was. Achievement unlocked, Jelly Donut. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so probably, though, it gives you a negative point. It decreases your gamer score. <laughs> Demoralized. Yeah, good times. I I do have a wrestling related thing from my time hop here. Give me give me one second to get back to it. Uh, it was from four years ago, and or was it? Where the hell is it? I gotta find it. Give me a second. Four years ago. This bus isn't usually this late. I wonder if I offer this cab driver all the money I have if he'll take me to work. How far do you think 87 cents will get me? And our boy Rowdy Rodimus tweeted back to me, and he said, 87 cents? Depends. I hear it'll get you an around the world from Molina, half and half with Kelly 2, and spit on, uh, spit on by ODB. <laughs> I'd take the spit. <laughs> you probably get drunk off of that. Probably. <laughs> Where is she? The last I saw, she was in ROH, but now she's gone. She's doing like, uh, I think she's doing casual dates. Yeah. She's working she's as a bartender for a while. Oh, she's living in. Yeah, that's right. And uh, living in her, she's got like a trailer home or something like that. She's doing the. Uh, yeah, doing the bartending gig. I don't know. That's the last interview I, I really heard with her was one of the uh, the ones from San Jose with Cabana. Uh, I don't know. Her picture on Wikipedia is almost definitely not her. Or it's she's changed a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find where she is. Yeah, it doesn't say. She just beat. Maria at ROH 13th anniversary and that was it. No, that's her on Wikipedia. The blonde? The first picture? Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, you can tell by the face but with the blonde hair and everything just threw me off. But the face is definitely her. <laughs> you could get a head nod from Virgil for 87 cents, <laughs> says the coaster. <laughs> He'll tip his hat. <laughs> yeah. No, the the tip of the hat is twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, can you have to buy the hat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of a good segue for Machine Gun Kelly being killed. Oh my God! What the fuck? If Kevin Owens didn't do it, I would have. I was there. Shit. <laughs> A yeah, great kayfabe news story. Owens apologizes for not doing it sooner. <laughs> yeah. And then they did like the post interview on WWE.com. They're like, why did you do that? Because I felt like it. <laughs> I've actually found out why. Uh, before the show, he tweeted he was looking forward to either seeing or hearing Machine Gun Kelly. And the first reply was someone asking him to powerbomb him. So <laughs> I blame the fans. Nice. <laughs> nice. No, I, I saw... Um... Like, right after that, Machine Gun Kelly had a tweet. <coughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm still standing. That was a cheap shot or something stupid. Like, what the fuck, man? Kayfabe, you asshole. 
the fuck? Get powerbombed off the fucking stage and you're tweeting about it five seconds later. Oh, I wish he really would have heard him. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it oh. was kind of bad of them to show the the shot the way you saw. Yeah, he landed terribly safe. I mean, I would take that bump. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously they're not going to do anything super dangerous. Well, yeah, but they could have at least have hidden the, fi- the four foot of mattresses he landed on. Well, yeah, obviously, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think we were all hoping for a package pile driver. <laughs> Coaster says he was hoping for a package pile driver. Oh, well. Whatever. Next time. And I'm kind of pissed I didn't go to SmackDown. Yeah, here we are. Um, now that I've took care of Heel Ziggler, I get to enjoy what I'm sure will be a wonderful performance by Machine Gun Kelly. Then a few replies down, could you, like, do us fans all a favor and powerbomb him? So I blame Randy Wilder for giving him the idea. <laughs> I'm kind of mad I didn't go to SmackDown because I'm like sitting at uh, sitting at home uh, or like at work or something, and then it's like, oh, Kevin Owens wrestles Cesaro on this week's SmackDown. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that was a great match. I could have fucking been there. <laughs> yeah, that was a good match. I'm looking at the uh, the comments I put in 21 hours ago to remind myself of the matches I enjoyed this week, and it's in there. I've taken to just tweeting during the show, even though it's like a day or two after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm live to tape tweeting things. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's see. Um, okay, so the, it's wow. Owens had a lot of good matches this week. Oh yeah. I should do this every week. It'll remind me of the stuff I enjoyed. So Cena, Owens, Money in the Bank, regardless of the outcome, fucking awesome. Here we go. At Fight Owens Fight, did you take the belt for best cheap shot home tonight? Please hit harder next time. That was chump change. Ooh, those yeah. crackhead words. <laughs> yes, they are. He, he was so high he couldn't feel the pain. <laughs> yeah, Owens Owens had a good match with Ziggler. He had a pretty decent match with Joe. Yeah, on next, or next, next, uh, <laughs> with Cesaro um, and Cena in a span of like five days, man. Unreal. If I fucking put him in the awards just for the week, I don't know. <laughs> and then well, we had the, the Joe match was taped weeks ago. <laughs> uh, I'll, whatever, I'll count it. I, I, I live in the present, not in the past. But you're right, it's old. Oh, but another oh, match that was so taped. Good. Oh, another match that was taped weeks ago that was pretty fucking good, and we were questioning whether it would be was Puma and Mundo, man. Oh, that yeah. was... Yeah. I like how it all built up as well. Even literally seeing as a guy went through a small box, and then they both went through four tables. Yeah. <laughs> when you pulled out the box and all the fans just stood up and looked down. <laughs> and they they uh, delivered. They, ma- they made it... They made it uh, you know, they made it work for the 44 minutes. Not that was the question. I got to give him a thumbs up. Also, got to give a nod to Vampiro for making multiple hockey references once again. That was awesome. <laughs> He's making so many hockey references. I jumped on Twitter, looked for him on Twitter, and I'm like, dude, you want to do an interview on our show? Yeah. <laughs> I I I remember the very first one he made. I tweeted it about. He's like favorite. It retweeted it. 
Um, so yeah, just keep keep on him about hockey references, fit folks, because I think I think he uh, he knows we like it. That's <laughs> pretty yeah. wicked. Look for the open net was one of them. <laughs> um, what was the other one? Oh, it's, it's it's like the hockey, the NHL playoffs. Just when you think it's over, it's not. Something along the lines of that. That was pretty cool. Now, uh, if if you do get a chance, because um, like you said, you guys didn't catch uh, Best in the World. Uh, Tanahashi, Nato versus Seidel, an ACH match. Pretty fucking strong. Speaking of strong, strong Moose Elgin. That was a good match. And then the, uh, I mean, shocking, I know. Uh, Styles and the Young Bucks versus Taven and Bennett and Adam Cole was also, also really good. And I know you hate Briscoe, Joe, but Lethal and uh, Briscoe had a pretty good match. That's four. Four on that card alone were all worth a look. I, I didn't mind any of the matches, to be honest with you, but those four were all excellent. That was a great way to spend my birthday, man. i so glad <laughs> I booked that fucker off. <coughs> yeah, I know you guys can't talk about that one. Show. What else happened this week that we were missing before we get to our... Um, breakfast song <laughs> um I sort of watched TNA but don't remember much yeah I... oh they they threatened to kill a baby this week nice Cause Carl Lynch James is back Storm... <laughs> no James Storm came out with a pram that he teased had Magnus's baby in and then pushed it off the stage <laughs> but it, it was just a doll they they stole from Snitsky. I'll say it wasn't his fault. <laughs> no, it was was Zack Ryder in the prime. No, no. Oh, well, no, he's not been on NXT since yet. Had that one-off deal. Ah, uh, is what it is. Then I guess I'd, I'm sure it was something major we're missing from the week of wrestling that we're all going to be like, oh yeah, right, that happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, sure there probably is. There's a pages teasing an NXT call up of the women. Yeah, because that's true. None of the women on the roster are with her, so she can just call them up. And this has the potential to be amazing. It does. I want them to long book this until Survivor Series. And because this week, the someone else, Alicia Fox, joined the Bellas. And they can do that every so often, just keep building up the sides and have a great Survivor Series match. They won't do that, but that's what I would like. I'm sure this will all be over by Battleground, probably. Yeah. Paged with her own four horsewomen type of thing. Oh, yeah. it would be so good. But every time we say this can be so good, they just take a giant steaming shit on it. Yeah, that's true. That's how they do. But yeah, that, that that's a good point though. They they did open that door for the storyline, but oh, I know something I really enjoyed. Um, I I really liked that little mini documentary piece with uh, Becky Lynch. Oh, oh, the Finn Balor thing. Yeah. Without Finn Balor, there would be no Becky Lynch. Oh, that was great. They really kind of looked out that those two did get their start together. Yeah. I didn't even know Becky Lynch was trained by Bala. Me neither. Yeah, that was that was a really good little documentary piece. That's one thing that they tend to do very well, like all criticisms aside, if whoever's running that department for the last while or even if it's interchanged, I don't know, but uh, they, when the dusty one made me cry twice. Oh yeah. 
because they replayed it again on Raw. For the sake of my feelings, I had to skip it on SmackDown, which I do feel kind of bad about. <laughs> oh, but that was amazing. I knew we forgot stuff. See, there you go. There's two two documentaries that were certainly highlights of the week. I'm not remembering anything else that happened on NXT, and I watched this yesterday morning. How does that work? <laughs> and they're in cast room. Yes, they were. Yes, okay, they opened the show. That's right. <laughs> they won. That was the that was the six six person, right? Yeah. Yeah, they. Yeah, with with Alexa Bliss and whoever whoever else who cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the downside. Paige is going to bring Carmella up just oh, to geez. troll everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would get her off the air, It would. <laughs> I don't know. I think that covers it. I think pretty I much. Mean. I know I fast-forwarded through just a bunch of stuff. I might have missed something that I should have watched. I don't know. Uh, we we did go through talking about the entire week in wrestling without mentioning Brock Lesnar. Oh, oh fuck, shit. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the, the big elephant. That was elephant. the big thing we forgot. <laughs> that was the big thing. We we literally forgot the next big thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here like, okay, so wait, now, what the fuck happened to the pay-per-view? Okay, Dean Ambrose and Rollins grabbed the belt at the same time, and they fell, and Rollins got the belt. So who's wrestling fucking Seth Rollins at Battleground? Oh, yeah, fucking Brock Lesnar! <laughs> as happy as I'm to have Lesnar back, they could have gotten one more match and saved Lesnar for SummerSlam. Yeah. But, oh, well, I'm just glad Lesnar's back. He's so damn cool and awesome. I'm cool with I want him too. To I just killed Michael Cole again. I don't know if I want the title on Lesnar so soon. I, I mean, it begs the question: is how's that outcome going to work? I guess. I don't want okay. to. Seth a, broke his ribs. Seth can beat him. Well, I, I know there's there's a fair bit of disdain for Seth. It's he seems very, very polarizing as champion. But that was the same with Lesnar too. I mean, there was the same probably a lot of the same people that are complaining about Rollins were complaining about Brock only showing up so often, which I have no problem with. But certainly, there is a lot of negativity towards it. I hated it so much when The Rock was doing it, and now it's like, oh shit, Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it's somehow Lesnar defended it more than The Rock. It's somehow yeah. it's somehow different with Brock Lesnar than it was with The Rock because it's like. Yeah, okay, Brock bailed on this, but it was because Brock couldn't handle it. And this is the way to have Brock be able to handle it, is to have him show up every so often. The Rock just bailed because, hey, Hollywood! You know, I think maybe that's part of it to me. I, I don't know. Ah, uh, I don't know. There's comparables, right? Football tryouts and then... Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah the see. road schedule. I mean, I get that. There's plenty of guys who left for that for that reason. But I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see what they do. Well, I mean, reserve judgment until then. I, I just because they have Lesnar for so long, I don't see the need to necessarily put the title on him right away. You're not intercontinental guess, champion, Brock Lesnar. Maybe, maybe they'll just do a a program over the. Uh, 
the next little bit, I guess. Maybe, I don't know if a rubber match would work, but I mean, if you really want to elevate Rollins up, if you give him at least one win over Lesnar, that, that would definitely be a good thing. I was out of the chat for a minute. The coaster wanted to know if Cena did a Canadian destroyer on Kevin Owens because he took the move literally and thought it would really destroy him. That's what I found myself thinking. <laughs> uh, a, literal, a Canadian destroyer, literally. Coaster had the uh, break this week, and in lieu of a song, he says, it's his pick for a break song. It's not a song, though. Uh, since it's a wrestling podcast, he figured he'd do something wrestling-related, and this guy has one of the best Jesse Ventura impersonations he's ever heard. This is James Adomian, live at the hideout in Chicago on uh, the 16th of January last year, doing a Jesse Ventura impression for four and a half minutes. So, we'll be back in four and a half minutes. It's 4.14, so less than four and a half minutes. You get the idea. Jesse Ventura I love because uh, first of all he started out uh, I knew him first from wrestling and I've always been a big wrestling fan uh, for the right reasons um, I learned a lot from wrestling uh, when I was younger and now as a grown up I think I just practice wrestling uh, take it to its logical conclusion <laughs> I mean, victory has really got to be a victory if the defeat is going to be some kind of defeat. Um, and Jesse Ventura was in the same wavelength. Like, he would he would narrate things and make you understand how sexy they were. Like, the Iron Sheik would sit on a dude. His finishing move was to sit on a dude and, like, bend him backwards, like, simulating gay sex on TV. He was like, I break your back, I make you humble. And Jesse Ventura would be like, wow, that's not only painful. It's also humiliating. <laughs> You're like, thank you. That puts a button on it, Jesse. <laughs> or ravishing Rick Rude would be standing over a dude he just conquered, like, whoa, look at my body. And Jesse's like, that's a perfect body right there, McMahon. Let me tell you, McMahon. That's a dominant male specimen if I've ever seen one. I wouldn't mind tagging in to take a turn myself. And then they would cut to commercials so Jesse Ventura didn't pop one on national television. <laughs> Hold me, Gorilla Monsoon. It's a perfect image. If you shuddered at that, oh no, that's beauty. Jesse Ventura has done everything. I was a governor. I was a Navy SEAL. Now I'm more of a walrus. I've been there. I saw it happen. He's the only guy who could defeat a bully on Fox News by just one word. Yup. Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity with his gold and black pen where he's like, do you see this pen? Do you see how it's gold and also black? This is the kind of pen that Jesus had. Are you hypnotized yet? My haircut is Christian. You're wrong. Governor, do you really believe Bush brought the towers down? Yup. <laughs> I have personal experience. I, 
I brought towers down in Beirut. <laughs> Jesse Ventura's an easy impression to do if you've lost your voice. <laughs> I never lost my voice. I killed my voice execution style in Cambodia because it got weak. I didn't need it. I love it. My favorite thing about him recently is that, uh, he, you know, he comes up, he doesn't have to be cool on a lot of issues that he is, because he has an audience that's, like, homophobic, way more right-wing than he is. He came out in favor of gay marriage a year ago and hel helped to defeat this marriage ban that narrowly failed in Minnesota. And it was cool, because he, he had TV ads where he was like, Get, leave the gays alone. They have talents we don't understand. One of them literally pulled a thorn out of my paw. I haven't seen that kind of help since the locker room. Mean Gene. He had an ad they recorded for TV in Minnesota where he was he was on he was like, government can't tell you who to love. And I love it so much. It's the only time you I heard the libertarian paranoid. Uh, I guess we're not getting the rest of that joke. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. I was out of the room for half of it. <laughs> I was looking for food. I have none. <laughs> I literally have to go to the store before I can eat. Here, and, have an extra ring. Yeah. And then I spent the rest of it taking, you know, my weekly studio selfie this, this week wearing Elton John glasses. <laughs> Sexy. Yep. <laughs> Good old Twitter. <laughs> so, speaking of Twitter, um, Nick Jackson got out of jury duty this week. I was ordered into the courtroom to talk to the judge, and I told her, I can't be part of this trial because I'm wrestling Friday night in New York City live on pay-per-view for Ring of Honor, all in promo voice, while the rest of the jurors looked at me like I'm nuts. The judge let me off, and all of this is a real story. <laughs> And Allison McRib asks, did you super kick juror number three? To which Nick Jackson replied, number one and ten only. <laughs> so there you go. Fun on Twitter. Always have always have to have some fun on Twitter. So um the Chicago Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup on Monday night. One of the reasons I kind of had a tough time watching Raw. And uh, CM Punk was all over this motherfucker. I love the at NHL Blackhawks. I love Chicago best team, best city, says CM Punk. Yeah, yeah he said a, a few things on Twitter. <laughs> That's the one I have on my screen, so... That's the okay. one I'm going with. Oh, there, there's a great T-shirt that was released by uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> it's just a take on the Chicago Blackhawk logo. Um, I don't know if it's still available. It was reported no, it was, to be it was only one available day. for one yeah, day. It was a one-day sale. I got the news um, two days later, and it looks like, due to the overwhelming response, we had to shut this page down for the moment. Please check back in 24 hours. Thanks. He broke the internet again. How about that? <laughs> it's a great shirt. It's uh, kind of him 
mugging to the camera when he turns to the side. They took that image, classic photo. You, you'd recognize it if you saw it. Yeah. And they made now, it into the Chicago Blackhawks logo. <clears throat> he, uh, he also posted uh, the victory rally for the Blackhawks during yeah. the period. And I didn't get to catch this. But I heard about it in a hockey podcast I follow. There's a fellow named Doug McLean, former GM of the Blue Jackets. Right. Um, he worked for the uh, for, uh, was it Florida. Yeah, yeah, he worked for Florida. Um, and he's had his hand in a bunch of others. Now he's a, he's a color commentator. Uh, he made this pretty funny offhanded comment that Jeff Merrick was talking about on his podcast. That He's like, who is this CM Punk? And uh, Jeff Merrick, of course, you know, former host of The Law, um, original uh, live audio wrestling host, uh, moved into hockey, his other passion. Um, he turned to him and said, well, he's famous for being a WWE wrestler. And, and he's like, huh. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, Doug McLean noted, I'm getting a lot of heat on Twitter about this because I said they should have gotten a UFC guy to host. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. People might appreciate that little anecdote north of the border. You don't even have to be a hockey fan to like that one. That was good. Um, no, it's too bad JT Hogan isn't here. Because he'd be very angry to hear that CM Punk is not letting his beef with Hogan go over being a quote-unquote fake hockey fan. Well, what did he say, Joe? No, he's not a fan. That's the problem I have with that. I'm a li- If I'm a Lightning fan, I'm embarrassed they hitched their wagon to a guy like that, Mark's little icon thing was in my way for a second. <laughs> Part of the, uh, the promo. Yeah. D- doesn't know the Stamkos's name, the captain's name. Icing to him is something he eats three times a day. <laughs> my love for hockey supersedes anything else, and I would love to see people tune in and understand the game and appreciate it for what it is. You put something on there like that, it kind of lowers it a little. And it, it is it is um, pretty pretty obvious when when you see him cutting promos and and he doesn't actually know the star players, that's unbelievable. So and I agree with Punk on WrestleMania Thirty One. Yep. <laughs> you know the the Hawks won it in the Silver Dome. <laughs> it, and I I hope the Lightning do part ways. I mean I understand the idea of star power and everything, but that it, it is kind of discrediting to the fan base of something, and you have a, a representative that's that ignorant. Claiming to be a fan—that's that's that's quite frankly that's terrible. <laughs> but uh, the WWE did send the Blackhawks a replica championship belt for what it's worth. <laughs> I think they do that with all the winners anyway. That's not breaking news, but it is it is out there. So there you go. So um, where are we at, bitches? <laughs> Curtis Axel has been in the Royal Rumble 146 days, 16 hours, 33 minutes, and 23 seconds, and counting. Noise. Looks like there is no Iron Sheik says this week. I guess not. He probably figured, oh, I'm not going to be there. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Sheik tweeted something, but. Mm. We'll give him the week off. It's Father's Day. I'm I'm, I'm sure he's got many children for all the backs he's broken and asses he's made humble. Probably. (laughs) Little little poo poo babies because you can't conceive a. A child and you're cocking someone's ass. <laughs> Cock talk every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> I don't have any story times or anything like that. Okay. I think the CM Punk stuff uh, works for me for story time. That was more than enough. 
So then kudos to AngryMarks.com, DailyWrestlingNews.com, and CheapHeat.com are great sources for wrestling news. Uh, despite the photo of her in front of WWE headquarters in Stanford that was just sent out, WWE officials insist they have not talked to China and that the photo was staged simply for the publicity for her crowdfunded documentary. I did see a great picture of her with Mick Foley. Two kinds of hardcore in this picture. Yeah, here, here's a tweet a tweet from Mick Foley that we never thought we'd see. Hanging with at China Joan Laura in the Foley Christmas room preparing to watch Money in the Bank. Apparently they watched Money in the Bank together. <laughs> well, I guess it is what it is. You know, we don't know these people outside of what we know on TV, so if they're friends, eh, more power to them, I guess. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, the Raw rating bounced back this week. 4.114 million viewers and a 1.31 rating in the 18-49 to 49 demographic, up 13% and 6% respectively from last week's 3.65 million and 1.24 demo. It's because they got Machine Gun Kelly. Mm. That that's that's why, yeah. Uh, I I think it was because of the nature of the event. Yeah, you know, my money in the bank is. I mean, all Seamus's aside, um, I it's meant something for the last few years more so than anything outside the the main title. And some might argue there's been moments where it's even more interesting than the title itself. So I, I can see why people might tune in out of interest to see the fallout. That's kind of the what, what I took from that number of guys. I don't know. I mean, it's I think a lot of a lot of logical. So a lot of people also knew Brock Lesnar was going to be there. <laughs> yeah, obviously, it's going to make a difference too. Yeah, and they can also rehab and build Sheamus back up. <clears throat> I mean, even when Damian Sandow won, we thought to ourselves, "Hey, they could actually make him a contender within a year," but they didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which is a shame. And they've also not started with the Seamus having him lose this week. It's a shame that's down. down, 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 down. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I kind of disagree a little bit. Like, there was a pretty good solid run out of, of Sandow. It wasn't until he got up to the Cena point where it kind of they fucked him oh, up. Yeah, the, the stuff with Cody was great. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the whole Magneto thing went down and it was like. <laughs> <laughs> And then we got the stunt double, which was great. And then uh, he had his w- awesome promo f- for half an episode where he said he wouldn't do that shit anymore, and then he did that shit again. Yeah. And then he's terrible, terrible macho man, and now he's dead. Because <laughs> where the hell has he been? Seriously, <laughs> where the fuck is Damien Sandow? I saw him in the crowd on Monday with the with the not in the in the crowd but like in the in the group of superstars on the ramp for the Dusty tribute. Yeah, yeah but even okay. Vince McMahon wasn't there. Yeah, it's true. I wonder what what the plan is with him. I'm not sure if he's on superstars because I don't care. But right, I only Actually, care. Now, now I've mentioned it. I don't think Cody was in that group. Hmm. I'm just realizing how kind of bad and stupid um, Sandow look dressed as Macho Man in a very serious moment I think I would have also noticed Stardust but I didn't see him so I imagine he took some time off which is also why he was missing this week yeah that makes a lot of sense of course 
Yeah. Yeah. Do, do they bring him back as Cody, or do they continue this Stardust shit? It's a good question. You know, they have that thing with Stephen Amell of the Arrow show. See, everybody's like, everybody's like, oh, you know, they, they, he should be Cody when he comes back. He should be Cody. He should be Cody. Fuck that. He should be Stardust because Dusty was proud of him. Dust, uh, the the Gold Dust character, Dusty liked. He didn't like it at first. It grew on him. He liked it. He likes the Stardust thing. When he won the NWA title the first time, and you can watch it in the in the in the little tribute video they did, he had Stardust on his trunks. So why not do the Stardust thing? Just it's it's not like a uh, Kerwin White, you know, you know uh, Chavo Guerrero, you know when Eddie died thing. It's not like a racist thing. It's like. Yeah, downplay the whole Cody's dead and you know all that bullshit, but still do the Stardust. I I don't see why not. I I don't. I you don't could get even turn it into a tribute into to Dusty. Exactly. Be like polka dust or something, huh? <laughs> hey, Dusty made that work. He did. Uh the WWE has asked Stone Cold Steve Austin to make his network podcast less insider and more entertaining and informal. This news story brought to you by ProFlowers.com. <laughs> yeah, known as more boring. Yeah, definitely more boring. I agree, Mark. I still love that he turned he turned talking about Viagra into a promo about how much sex he gets. Uh <sighs> Stock talk. WWE stock was up 1.15% today, closing at $15.81 per share. The high was $15.88 and the low was $15.46. WWE stock is trading up Wednesday due to large investment firms selling a target price uh, or setting a target price of $25 a share. As of the writing that we got this from, $16.40 is what it was worth. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it closed at, but yeah, it's obviously the investor confidence is slowly going back up with the company, and there seems to be less roller uh, roller coastering as it once was. Well, let's find out where it's at right now. Nasdaq.com. Oh, it's sitting pretty at uh, sixteen dollars thirty-two cents from Friday. Ooh, nice. The dark match before the WWE main event tapings in Buffalo saw Zack Ryder defeat Brad Maddox. Yeah, I think it was a cave match, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> from what I understand, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't there. Dark match, cave uh, match. It's all the same. It is dark in a cave. It is. A backstage, you know, type of element to it when it's dark. You know, Paul Heyman all hired the shield to kill Brad Maddox. <laughs> I missed that. That storyline was good. Ooh, yeah, we talked it. about this a little bit earlier. It's a little bit more clear version of it. Sheamus winning the Money in the Bank this year is WWE restarting the plans they had for him one year ago that were derailed due to injuries, plus Daniel Bryan being taken out of a feud with Sheamus when they needed him for the main event due to Batista not getting over as a babyface. Yeah, I don't really have much else to add to that. What I said, I don't know. Mark, Mark, do you have confidence that they can repackage him or not, or do you care? You didn't make that mention. I just think they can. Whether or not they will is a time of, of well, it's 
up to time to say. Uh, but they do have the ability to do that. I mean, they they only failed with Roman Reigns because people wanted Bryan and Ambrose. But if but Reigns really got over with the marks, they can at least make Sheamus popular with people that aren't us. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> WWE has announced Tatsumi Fujinami for the July 3rd Tokyo show. Did I fuck that one up? No, you got that right. Hey, how about that? Do you know who is wrestling, Mark? Because I noticed that... I think you put that one in there, right? It didn't say... It didn't say who is wrestling, but... Eh, interested. It makes sense, too, to have, have some uh, locally known talent, of course. Yeah, the, the, that's... Two weeks away now. They've they've got time to add more to the card. They do. I don't even know if they'll <clears throat> if they'll even announce that on TV. Maybe just have him show up in a random match with some other local talent. Well, the entire July Fourth Tokyo show, according to Joey Styles, will stream live on the WWE Network. I actually saw somebody on uh, Twitter from uh, Mark's neck of the woods there, and they said. For all the people in the U.S. that are planning on staying up to watch the July 4th Tokyo Dome show, or well, Sumo Hall, whatever the hell they're working, uh, now you know what it feels like, you assholes. <laughs> 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 Something yeah, similar sure. to that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure we probably got uh, our daily posts on Reddit asking if the WWE will ever have WrestleMania in the U.K. and or Australia, and the answer is always still no. Yeah, it's not now. Um, so, I mean, I, I get that joke. That's funny to me, too, but... We were looking to get a Survivor Series. That's right. You were. It's a all, almighty dollar, of course. It will still remain in the United States, whether fans like that or not. But, hey, maybe that uh, fact that, you know, so many people from the UK travel, that you guys stop going, maybe they might. Just saying. Trolly, trolly, troll. <laughs> or I could wankers. just be super rich and pay them to come here. That's right. Uh, also buy time during the show to come out to the ring and just stick the middle finger up at every American watching. It's, it's kind of the, the, the truth, though. I mean, if if they didn't have that influx from you know people coming from foreign markets to the States to watch it, maybe they would think about that. You know, in all seriousness, not to alienate any of our... Uh, they even sell WrestleMania travel packages that they probably make a large amount of money from. I'm sure they do. So, there's, uh, you know, there's a logical answer to why it'll probably all never get it, unless you spend your dollar votes wisely and say, hey, you know what, we're not making the trip, you come here, you fuckers. Empty arena match. <laughs> Raw after WrestleMania. There's like one guy doing the Fandango dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fandango, by the way. And he's not even in a match. He's in the goddamn audience. <laughs> Rosa Mendez is on the other side doing oh, it badly. A pay-per-view... Oh, go ahead. A pay-per-view in the UK would work because everything is just an hour or two away. <laughs> that that's, uh, that's, uh, says, uh, says the coaster. Ah, oh, WrestleMania. <laughs> so 
back to E3 for a moment. Xavier Woods and occasional guest Kofi Kingston have a new YouTube channel for video game reviews. I believe it's called Up, Up, Down, Down. That's correct. And he actually showed up in one of the E3 streams as well. So he's hitching his wagon onto uh, the hype machine. Cool. Okay. I'll get on. I'm just a not- noted gamer for a long time. Yeah. Kayfabe and Continuity Live. Michael Cole. Live. Sp- live. Okay, live. <laughs> I thought we were doing a show. Live. Kayfabe Live. We should change Isn't the name of the show well? to that. Maybe people will listen. <laughs> Michael Cole spoke in the Raw Raw Fallout segment about his lawsuit with Brock Lesnar over the beating Lesnar gave him post-WrestleMania. The long and short end of it is they settled out of court last week. How convenient. Yeah. The NXT injuries keep piling up. Bailey was seen wearing a cast at this past weekend's live events. Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that she broke her arm and is working through it. Yeah, I've seen that it's basically a glove. So it's not that bad. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, she she just looked like she was wearing a very thick fingerless glove. <laughs> it's probably like a fracture or something. Well, I'm not sure of the injury, but it doesn't look that bad, especially if she's still working through it. Just don't hit people with that hand. <laughs> yeah. Or do one turn heel. Cowboy Bob Arton. Make it happen, folks. Make it happen. <laughs> Cowboy Bailey Orton? Nah, it doesn't have the same ring to it. No. It would be cool if she did keep the cast, but she gave it to little girls like she does the headband. <laughs> <laughs> they should put a, a cast on the uh, whatever those things that pop up. Yeah, the car sale. <laughs> the wacky <laughs> waving inflatable on two. Wacky waving inflatable. Ca- <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, fuck I, I don't think they could inflate if you put a cast on them. <laughs> Oh, but that would also be hilarious. Uh, Hideo uh, Tommy will be out of action for three to four more months, and Sami Zayn will be out of action until at least December. And speaking of NXT, WWE is in acquisition mode and looking to expand the NXT roster with more top talent from the indies. This factors into talks with their with Evolve, WWN Live that have been previously reported, along with them trying to block Figures Toy Company from locking up indie stars, indie stars to long-term merchandise deals. I'm still waking up, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my excuse. Well, it's an interesting story. We started following last week, and um, a little bit more to it. Nothing major has been announced. I haven't heard any specific um, specifics on the, the toy element of it, but yeah, it's definitely there's something. There, there's, there's smoke to that fire, guaranteed. But, ah, oh well. I, I want to see the Juggalo Officer Colker Banner figure. That would be cool. <laughs> Just have them raid Dug- Juggalo Championship Wrestling. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Flashlight match. <laughs> Let's throw fecal matter. If she's oh go ahead, there's absolutely no segue for this. Okay. If she's cut by UFC after her next loss, WWE wants Jessamine Duke. And or wants to bring in Jessamine Duke and make her a star of their next Divas search. Wait, I thought that was supposed to be using real women they don't know. That's what I thought. Who knows? The MUK fabe. Yeah. The Miz will host a Tough Enough after show called Tough Talk, which will air on the WWE Network immediately following Tough Enough. 
I had a great moment of misunderstanding when I saw on Reddit just the headline the entire cast of Tough Enough released. I thought they'd fired them all. <laughs> <laughs> when you say released and you talk about wrestling, you mean they've been fired. <laughs> Coaster wants to know what if NXT picked up two Tough Tony from JCW. He also says Dick fucking Justice. <laughs> oh yeah, Dick Justice needs to be brought in. <laughs> Dick Justice is fucking awesome, man. The first time I saw him, I'm like, what the fuck is with this guy? It was him and another guy dressed as cops coming to the ring eating donuts and shit. Like, what the fuck am I watching here? And just like, as I've seen this guy over the last couple of years, it's just like, holy shit, this guy's fucking awesome. Uh, things are not going well for Bob Windham, better known as Blackjack Mulligan. He was hospitalized for a surgery to relieve cranial pressure on his brain, but suffered a heart attack before the surgery could even take place. He's awake, but in critical condition. Uh, we all, of course, hope he recovers fully and send out our best wishes to his family. He's the, uh, grandfather of, of Bo Dallas and, uh, Bray Wyatt. No, he's not. Yeah, is 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 he the one or is, yeah, he's the one. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just about. know that daddy is Macrotunda. Yeah, so he's like their uncle or something. I don't fucking know. Right, because the other one would be their grandfather, wouldn't he? I don't know. <laughs> Mark's googling it. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I see you highlighting it in the in the document. <laughs> uh, Dusty Rhodes' family gave a media statement uh, at the funeral. On behalf of the entire Rhodes family, we are truly grateful for the outpouring of love and support from Dusty's colleagues and fans around the world. Dusty had a positive impact on so many people, and his legacy will never be forgotten. Our family appreciates that you continue to respect our privacy at this difficult time. The McMahon family, Jerry Briscoe, Pat Patterson, The Rock's mother, Ada Johnson, Cody and Dustin Rhodes, Neville, Brian Nobbs, Hector Guerrero, Mark Henry, Daniel Bryan, Brie Bella, uh, Dory Funk, Booker T, and Charmel, Seth Rollins, Tommy Dreamer, Big E, Titus O'Neil, Eva Marie, and Paige all attended his services. And I can confirm Black, Mac- Black Jack Mulligan is the... Grandfather through marriage, he's the father-in-law of Mike Rotunda, not his actual father. Okay, all right. I knew there was some kind of relation there. I don't know. He's the father of Barry Windham, at least. Right. The Young Bucks didn't ask me anything on Reddit. Here are some highlights on NXT. A year ago, I would have said no, but right now is very interesting time. Anything can happen. On who has the best super kick. Owens, because every time he hits it, it's like he's yelling, Hey, buddies! On <laughs> <laughs> going to WWE in general. Matt says, If it was ever going to happen any time, it'd be now. The business is changing. It's crazy. Anything can happen, and we're unsigned, so you never know. And Nick says, One day it's possible, but I don't know when. It might never happen, and I'd be fine with that, but the wrestling landscape is changing, and one day we might fit into their tag team division. Yeah, but they kind of ruined their chances this week when they released a Young Bucks DX t-shirt. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, they released um, the DX-style logo, but with YB. Huh. So yeah, they released a parody DX shirt, which will probably not sit well with Triple H. 
Coaster says I don't it, know if that's true. I mean, there's also the whole NWO thing, and apparently that's endorsed by a lot of the guys from the NWO. I don't know what Hogan said about it, but I know Nash and Waltman were both thought it was fun. Hulk Hogan, brother! <laughs> yeah, speaking of Hogan. I have never been afraid to fight for what I think is right. <laughs> because I am a real American. <laughs> I fight for the rights of every man, brother. <laughs> and I promised in the beginning that I would see this through the end and hold Gawker responsible, accountable, and I will, brother. Hulk Hogan is demanding $100 million in damages over the sex tape scandal. And sh- should he receive that amount could easily bankrupt Gawker and drive them out of business. It looks like Hulk Hogan's lawsuit against Gawker is going to trial. Hogan's Hogan's lawyer said, The law says says if somebody is in a private place doing (laughs) private things, they have a right to do that, and they have a right to not be filmed without their knowledge, brother. Hulk Hogan is his own lawyer (laughs) in in our world. (laughs) And they have a right, brother, for that to not be filmed to... To be played for the private, uh, for the world, brother. I really want to see him cut a promo on Gawker in the courtroom. <laughs> 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 He's so crazy. So, if you're wondering why TNA is having EC3 versus Kurt Angle on their TV show instead of their pay per view. They took the match off of Slammiversary because there was no way to tape episodes that aired after the pay-per-view without spoiling the world title result of the pay-per-view. So they're working on an alternate main event now. I can I can understand that. Maybe it's a boy. shame the main event they picked is so terrible. <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's in the news. It's a bit further on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of Slammiversary, the Slammiversary will air live on the UK on Challenge in the UK on Challenge TV at 1 a.m. on June 29th. The pay-per-view will also air live in France at 2 a.m. on Machin Sport. The show airs live June 28th in the U.S. on pay-per-view through the Flips app, or and through the Flips app. It's on pay-per-view and the Flips app. Well, that, uh, that's the same app that had the. Um Rough Rough nine. Nine. Yeah, they got they got two, like two thousand buys and then it crashed. But I mean, yeah, TNA, I, I TNA don't pay- see that happening. <laughs> yeah, I'll be happy to get two thousand buys. Yeah. Oh, that's what the uh, was that's another what my phone hilarious for. moment from TNA. Um, were you guys watching when Joseph Park came in? No. Oh well, he was basically the lawyer brother of Abyss, who turned out to be Abyss. Oh, no, no, With, I, so. back then, yeah, I know he came out on this week's show. I let you talk about this. Oh, week's. yeah, yeah, he came out and said he lost all his money by investing it in Vine, and we all know what happened to that. <laughs> that so was they brought, great. They brought Joseph Park back? Yeah, they brought Joseph Park back. That's cool. Uh, I love Joseph I'm Park. I'm fairly sure they did reveal that he was Abyss, so I don't know how they did that. But yeah, it was just hilarious for him to say he lost all his money investing in Vine. And, no, Tout. He said Tout, not Vine. <laughs> Invested in yeah, that, that, that makes money. more sense because Vine <laughs> is still around. Yeah, Vine is very good. Well, it's not good, but it's alive. Dixie Carter and TNA announced the return of the King of Mo- King of the Mountain match today. It will take place at this month's anniversary pay per view as the main event. It's essentially a reverse ladder match, and these are the rules. 
The I've match read these so many times and I still don't get it. <laughs> the match consists of five competitors who begin ineligible to win. In order to become eligible, one man must score a submission or pinfall where falls count anywhere. Once the eligible competitor or once eligible, the competitor must retrieve the belt from the official, while the person who was pinned or submitted must spend two minutes in the penalty box. I I remember this bullshit. <laughs> from early TNA, multiple competitors can be locked in the penalty box with uh, can be locked in the penalty box, resulting in alliances or the fight continuing. Uh, once the belt is in play, any other wrestler who is eligible may steal the belt. If at any point the belt is dropped, it goes back to the official. An eligible competitor hangs the belt on a hook suspended 15 feet above the ring via the, a ladder to win the match. What the fuck? Oh, you missed one rule of others. And G will be watching Bad Religion at Flame Central and cares little for this. <laughs> that's yeah, I'm part of the match. That's where I'll be. Um, so I'm, I'm in the opposite of the penalty box. <laughs> Although I, I haven't been to Flame Central. I, I, maybe they have one I can sit and watch the show. I'm wondering, like, if they're doing this at a hockey arena, if they're actually going to put them in the actual penalty box. I don't believe it is cool. at a hockey arena. So they could actually use an actual penalty box. <laughs> if they actually use an actual penalty box, I'm sold. But I doubt it. It's it just it's such a terrible idea. What the fuck? Hey, speaking of ridiculous ideas TNA has, TNA made a major play for Rey Mysterio last week and promised him merchandise in stores, movie and TV roles. Basically the works. He hasn't committed, though, and is still expected to sign as a regular for Lucha Underground. Okay, so here's what's wrong with this. TNA is expecting them to be able to get merch in stores. <laughs> movie deals. <laughs> movie deals. <laughs> TV roles. Even if he was on TV, he would be credited as ex-WWE superstar, not TNA wrestler. Exactly. I have not seen TNA merchandise in stores since, like, the first wave of their Jax action figures. And I'm still finding some of those. I, I swear if I go to, like, certain stores, I'll find the Terry Taylor action figure. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find something similar in the news. I don't see it. Um, yeah, they probably would refer to him as ex WWE, just like Bobby Lashley was referred to at Bellator, even though he's a current <laughs> teenager. He's wearing the Impact Wrestling. He hat. was wrestling this week. Uh, oh no, it is in the news. Yeah, okay, I didn't manage to copy that in, but there you go. That's uh, I'll skip a little bit ahead. That's that's how they do. It's like Hulk Hogan's back at the company doing uh, interviews. <laughs> Uh, at least one TNA talent has reached out to the IWC about his frustration over Dixie Carter showing off a new Hex Division title on social media today, given the company is behind on paying talent again. Employees of the company seem to be caught up, but the independent contractors, wrestlers, are not. For what it's worth, Dixie wasn't actually showing off a new title, just the old one with a brand new paint job. Back pay has not been addressed, though. I, I laughed when I found out it was just the old belt and they just painted it. <laughs> but check out our new belt. It's the old one. It's paint. Yeah. It's painted DX colors. <laughs> DX division. DX division, yes, exactly. Via his Twitter account... Press that button. Yeah. Via his Twitter account, Gunner has announced he's done with TNA and thanked all the people he worked with there. 
apparently UTA, the talent agency that covers TNA, is looking for a new TV partner for Impact. They were largely involved in securing TNA's deal with Destination America when the company was dropped by Spike TV. No networks are being mentioned at the moment in terms of a new home for TNA, but this would seem to confirm what Dixie refuses to. Destination America still plan on canceling TNA programming in the fall, and UTA are trying to find a new TV deal. Let's hope this one's better than the last one. Yeah. Bad news for TNA. The Denver Post article about Bobby Lashley's fight Friday night mentions his WWE past, but not that he's a current TNA superstar. <laughs> well, no one's a superstar on TNA. They're barely stars. Yeah. Except for EC3. Oh, yeah, and Rockstar Spud. Yeah. <clears throat> Jerry Lawler reveal- reveals why he used to insult ECW. That was one of the reasons why in the early 90s when ECW came along and sort of invaded the WWE and I made the comment that ECW stood for extremely crappy wrestling. To me, it was like these guys just came along and watched all of our old Memphis tapes and went out and did what we did and called it extreme. We were doing extreme wrestling matches in Memphis territory before most of these guys were even born. Things like the Terry Funk Empty Arena match or the concession stand battle in Tupelo, Mississippi. I got ran over in the parking lot by Eddie Gilbert, but back in that day, you were under the pressure of having to put up a live event, or having to put on a live event, and not only live television every show, or television show every Saturday morning, but I had to follow it up with a live event every single Monday night in Memphis, so there was a lot of pressure to try and come up with something bigger and better every single week. Yeah. Kind of see where he's coming from when he puts it that way. This story I love. Lucha Underground has been nominated for a primetime Emmy in the same category as Mythbusters and Practical Jokers, Millionaire Matchmaker, and Love It or Listed, among others, the Outstanding Structured Reality Program category. Please win. Please win! (laughs) Yes! I think Vince McMahon doesn't have an Emmy yet. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of... Lucha Underground, I mentioned earlier, I saw A.R. Fox a year ago today. A.R. Fox is in talks to join Lucha Underground! Which would definitely seem to confirm a season two, seeing as the first one's all done. Except oh my for, God. is Ultimo Lucha going out live, or have they filmed that? That's uh, that's filmed. I, ah, uh, man, I... Uh, one thing bugged me about Lucha Underground this week, they're talking about the winner of this match will face Drago at Ultimo Lucha. That's like eight weeks away, isn't it? Yeah. But what they fail to mention is that, like, didn't Dario Cueto promise, uh, what's his face, uh, Mil Muertes a title shot or, like, a opportunity to, to I think wrestle the winner a match of this? with someone. He's going to wrestle, uh, he's going to wrestle Drago for the number one contendership. That's oh, what yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. TNA merch equals sting gloves. I think that's about it, says the coaster. Uh, none of the Lucha Underground wrestlers know when season two will begin taping. As long as they tape. Right. Dude, I, uh, AR Fox in the temple would be fucking awesome. You guys yeah, have no idea. Well, they put, they put um, the first set of tapings together pretty haphazardly and quickly and it turned out okay yeah i'd say so Uh, the golden state warriors used a clip of seth rollins mocking lebron james in their victory celebration (laughs) 
And I said it before Raw even went on the air. I said Seth Rollins is the only world champion that's going to be in this arena this week. <laughs> MTV covered Kevin Owens' attack on MGK from from this week's Raw. Yay, mainstream attention. Yay. Yoshitatsu is back in the ring again after having neck surgery a year ago. That is very good to see. Yeah, it's cool. Nope, he got through the halo phase. Yeah. Yeah, good good to know he's he's gonna be able to wrestle apparently. Probably That's... doesn't want to wrestle uh, AJ Styles anytime soon. I would imagine not. Well, you know, like we said with with the Christopher Daniels interview, don't tuck your head, you fucking moron. <laughs> that is the best advice. Everyone who lost their neck was someone who took their head. Yeah. But at the same time, that's just their natural response to being put in that position. That's true. Connor's Cure in Connor Mahalik's honor has raised over $500,000. Woo. I donated. <laughs> I donated, and then they sent me this nice, like, laminated fucking card. Like, how much did they spend on this fucking card? Out of the About ten how bucks much I you donated, <laughs> out of the ten bucks I donated, how much of this, how much of that went into making these fucking cards to send out? You know, like, don't send me a fucking card. You know, email me a thank you. That's fine. Put the rest of the fucking money to uh, put all the fucking money towards the goddamn charity that I'm fucking donating to. <laughs> JBL's Beyond Rugby program assisting at-risk children in Bermuda was just awarded the Fair Play Award from the North America Caribbean Rugby Association. Well, that's pretty cool he's doing that. I, I wasn't aware he even had a program, so... Me neither, but it would explain all his numerous rugby references. Guess so. Well, it also means he's doing it right. He doesn't you know, I guess drawing the attention to himself, hopefully more so the program itself. I, I hope he sticks with this one, unlike with the Seven Mountains thing. I think he managed to climb one mountain. I think he's still doing that, though. I don't think Is that's... Is he still doing it? Yeah, I don't think that's done. I think that was just, okay, we're going to climb this mountain now, and then, like, a year from now, we're going to climb another mountain. Oh, okay. I, 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 don't, think that, I that. don't think that's done. I'm not sure. Yeah, I said J- JBL and all that came up was a company called JBL. They make speakers. Yep, I guess I should have searched for John Bradshaw Layfield. Probably. Well, there he is, like seven results down. <laughs> Triple H has asked Motorhead to cover Sympathy for the Devil for him. The old uh, Rolling Stones song. Wow. Yeah, and that, of course, means he has a match down the pipes coming. Yep. For better or worse, Nikki Bella is now the third longest reigning diva in the history of the Divas Championship. She just passed Beth Phoenix' reign of 204 days. Hence the uh, AJ Lee theory. <clears throat> right. John Cena, so what, she's behind like Maurice and AJ, basically, right? I don't know who has number two. I'll take your word for it. I, I think it's Maurice. John Cena has a great idea for some new merch. Cena tampons. 
It's that time of the month. Got you feeling bad. Just put a little Cena inside you. He'll make you feel fine. Hashtag Champax. <laughs> I love that so much. And this is apparently a real fucking thing, right? This yep. is, this is... It's an actual tweet he actually sent out on his actual account. That is crazy. <laughs> so if you see John Cena getting de-pushed, you, you know why. <laughs> Oh my god, that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, well, anybody else have anything to add? I don't see anything new breaking here at all. Well then, in that case, I, I, I guess we're... I guess we're pretty much done. <laughs> I guess Brad Maddox has quit the WWE and is joining UFC. Really? <laughs> no, square, squared circle jerk. Hey, we lost Mark this time. <laughs> we never lose Mark. We always lose you or JT. This is the first time I think we've lost Mark. Oh well, yeah, show's well, just about yeah. over anyway. So. Oh well. Thanks for listening, Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode one eighty two. I'm Think So Joe. At Think So Joe, at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at Mark underscore Noise, at Random Double underscore Zero for the coaster, who's always hanging out with us in our chat. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on boardwrestlingfan.com slash live dash podcast and hang out in the chat with the coaster and myself. Uh, you can get us on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and CheapHeat.com. And we'll see you next week. Hello, Kavda. Hey, Noise is back. <laughs>